Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Yes, here we are, your hosts. Schnitzel boys. to the host. That's right. Open wine for some soccer. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Hans Wolf said the movies watched an image of possible movie. Wow. What? Hans Wolf is not part of is not part of uh, Barbie Hunt Barbenheimer Barbenheimer weekend. Is that doing the Barbenheimer thing? It's not part uh, of the. Someone tweeted out today Quentin Tarantino, a photo of Quentin Tarantino watching Barbie, no, watching Oppenheimer and crossing the street and buying a ticket to watch Barbie. He, did, he literally did the Barbenheimer thing. Oppenheimer, Barbenheimer. The Barbenheimer experience. I haven't seen either of them. Me neither. Uh, I, I'm interested in both of them, sort of. Yeah, I'll watch them. I, I love the movies. I haven't gone to the movies in a while. I don't know that part. I mean, I don't know. Also, just I mean, I could talk forever about the movies. I just I mean, went not super to creative. I, I went to uh, see Asteroid City with my daughter, the latest Wes Anderson creation. Which I, was I hear that's terrible, right? Terrible. Okay, tell me. Tell me. Sorry, <laughs> I, I've heard things. You tell me. About it. <laughs> I mean, it's a Wes Anderson movie. You kind of you kind of know what to expect. It's uh, and it's what you're Dirty. not a fan. No, is I, I I turned off the French Dispatch after like five minutes because I'm like, this okay. is gonna be more of this crap. I turned it yeah, right off. Yeah, then you're if that's if that's if that's not your thing, then that is that you should not see Asteroid City either. It's um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it is it's that kind of thing. This highly sort of aesthetic, aestheticized kind of dry humor, famous actors doing deadpan comedy that's kind of that's it yeah it's very yeah, pretty he's a this, joke. the, the, he's, the set he's, is uh, the set is is beautiful um but you know if you don't like his movies this one's not going to change your mind i love his movies the royal tenenbaum and rushmore are two of my favorite movies oh, especially okay. the royal tenenbaum however my criticism is he's just become a joke in and of itself like royal tenenbaum is a masterpiece i think that movie is amazing uh, but now all he's doing, and it's just it's gotten worse and worse and worse. He's just like copy and pasting his aesthetic, and he's become a joke in and of itself. And it's like just make I, movies, man. I think I think. Well, I don't know. I think there's. I think some are better than others. I really liked uh, Moonrise Kingdom, the Darjeeling movie. I hated. I thought the French Dispatch yeah. was kind of. I I didn't care that much for either. Although I did watch the whole thing. I thought this was. Um. Uh. Yeah, it was funny. It's funny. I mean, I don't know, but I don't. I don't get. I mean, I know. I think you're you're uh, not alone in that opinion. But I have a pretty high. I think overall, I still find his stuff more appealing than others. So I'm. I. I'll. I'm. I'm on board. 
I don't know if you liked. Well, I don't know. Now I'd be interested in what your what your opinion. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I the last movie I saw in the movies was Indiana Jones, but I really really had to go to the bathroom, so I walked out on the ending (laughs) climax of the movie. How was that? I heard some people said that was good. I again, I missed the climax, but then I went home and I watched on YouTube because the the ending of the movie is on YouTube. (laughs) Uh, But I'll tell you, I was not a fan. Okay. Uh, I love Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I get the criticism. It was a little too outlandish. This movie is the most outlandish of the five. And it's like in the original three movies, they hinted at something a little cray cray. And at the end, something a little cray cray did happen, right? In, in the first one, it was like, shield your eyes. If you open that box and burn your face, you know, that was pretty big. In the right. second one, it was this guy who could rip hearts out of your chest. That was pretty outlandish. But he drank a certain blood, and then it turns out it was a trance. And the third one, they found a cave with a man who apparently was like a ghost or a million years old, right? Mm -hmm. So those are outlandish. I'm not saying that's not outlandish. However, it's like you could could excuse all three of those things. It's like maybe, I don't know, maybe it's an apparition. Maybe it's, I don't know. But then in King of the Crystal Skull, a bunch of aliens or interdimensional beings show up at the end in like a spaceship and stuff. That's a little bit like, I don't know, it's not really the same spirit. And this one also kind of ruined the spirit. It's like, I'm not going to spoil it, but like they allude to something pretty outlandish about it. And then it happens, really happens. It's almost just like, what? What the heck Hmm. is this all about? Hmm. Hmm. Another sky hole? If we're crying out loud, can we have a movie without a sky hole once in a while? You know what sky hole is? They they seem to be going around. Sky holes are popular. It's like someone wrote a sky hole in a movie. It's like all movies will now have sky holes. (laughs) So anyway, so I I love the adventure of it. It's not as great as the originals. You know, it's a fun little adventure movie. The Nazis are the bad guys again. They just like had enough of the Russians, like back to the Germans again. And uh, even though it's the late, even though it's the early, late 60s, early 70s, it's still like a full Nazi crew running around. And, um, you know, anyway. Uh, it's an adventure movie, but I would like something a little more grounded. Maybe I'm, I've had enough of the Outlander. Okay, okay. For a while. So that's my take. That's my take. But have fun at Mission Impossible. Dr. Well, I think I, again, I don't think Asteroid City is for you. You're probably right. I, I, know, I, know, I don't know if it's my age or or, or just how, because I work kind of Hollywood <laughs> or right. what. Well, just or, or just the amount of hours be, I put into. Got to be your age. <laughs> I just don't think uh, it's very hard for me to like movies and TV shows anymore. I don't know. I'm just like I. I, I hear I'm that. Like, I hear that. Just to a some copy extent. of something earlier. So I don't know. I I uh, um. Well, anyway, I don't know if we want to get into my. We have a lot of soccer to talk about. Depths of my psychology. Yeah. So let's skip that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Forget about no, it. No. What are we gonna say? What are we gonna say? No. 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 Never mind. Uh, I I was gonna go on a diatribe about aging and movies, but I'll save it for another day. It's fine. There's lots of there's lots of things to talk about. We are not. We're not. We don't need filler. There's lots of soccer being played. True. American American. Uh, uh, American soccer and especially MLS had had a roller coaster of a week. They As were, we the talk ups and, about the ups and downs, the uh, the the highs and the lows, and we're we're all in full effect. What were you? As say? we talk about movies and the lack of originality from Hollywood, the amount of times I've heard this week that like, wow, Hollywood couldn't write a better ending than that. 
I was like, actually, that's the most average Hollywood ending I could think of. Hollywood could definitely write it better in it. I'm talking about Leo Messi scoring his free kick on his debut. Oh. That's exactly what a Hollywood writer would write. So, so you're I think using the... that term wrong. I I, I know it's I just it's because I'm communicating. Well, people with you. getting people Let's get see, excited, so they so they. Uh, um... Hollywood couldn't write an ending better than they that. Get, uh, so what are you um, talking about? It's the most average of endings to write. The better Hollywood ending would be like he tried to kick a free kick, but then an alien came from outer space and stole him. And then uh, a freaking Jason Reitman or whoever looks up and be like, wow, an alien stole him. And then <laughs> people, Which I people... assume was a part of Asteroid City, right? They get that right? Oh, yeah, definitely. People fall over each other with superlatives and it gets convoluted. <laughs> the Athletic had a headline, a moment unlike unlike few in 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 MLS history. I'm like, that's not what you mean. Unlike few means a moment like many. That's not what you're trying to say. You're trying to say this is a special thing, right? A moment not so, unlike few. Like, yeah, exactly. You need to get another negative in there for it to be actually expressing what you're trying to say. Anyway. Paul's um, the athletic but you're system. skipping you're yeah. skipping the lows All right, here. Let's, let's as, go back. Let's the, go back. As the MLS as the MLS boosters that we are sometimes accused of being. We are a big, <laughs> we are we, we had a big week and we're going to go chronological. So the beginning of this week was MLS All Star, right? Let's start with that, right? That's the was there yeah, a game a couple days before the, that. I don't know. Whatever. No, not <sighs> in something I talked about. No, there wasn't. Anyway, we had games that weekend, but we talked about the Monday. No, the All Star Game. All Star Game. Arsenal crushed the MLS All Stars. Yeah, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Wayne Rooney was asked what he learned from this game as a coach. Said absolutely nothing. Uh, he also blasted Wayne, his preparation. Wayne Rooney had a lot of complaints. Yeah, but I'm wondering if it's any different than any of the last MLS All Star coaches. You know. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Red Bulls. Oh, that was over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, um, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. I've seen this before. I remember years ago in 2011 when Manchester United's reserves destroyed Bruce Arena and the MLS All-Stars, like six to one. <clears throat> Luke, an unknown Luke Cleverly was like running circles around our guys. So it's happened before. But but it was Balogun said, it's like we took this game very seriously and Arsenal came prepared. Uh, however, the MLS All-Stars were shockingly bad. Did you see the Kai well, Havertz like, goal at the end? That's one of the worst yeah. defending I've ever. I'm, I'm trying to think who that was. That was. But I mean, Jay it's Meyer, not a real. It? It's not a real. It's not a real team. They don't play together. It's like and apparently I they think never the whole. Either. I think, but I mean, it's already. It's like this is like this is a nod to American sports. The All Star Game. They don't have All Star games in the Bundesliga no. or the Prem or whatever. No. This is an American thing. And it's just a spectacle. It doesn't mean anything. And any kind of to, to, to attach any kind of meaning uh, to it is completely futile. And this idea of oh, we're going to measure ourselves against the top European teams, and that is that somehow like some expression of progress or where yeah, we stand nonsense. or whatever. It's all complete nonsense. Yeah. And for a while, they stopped doing it. They had the Liga Emekis. Uh, a thing because that's the rivalry. Now we have the Leaks Cup, so they didn't want to do the all-star version of that yet again right before, which I understand. Just do East versus West, man. Yeah, we have cool. a we have a gazillion, we got a gazillion teams now. There's all sorts of uh uh there's all sorts of players that are deserving that don't get these 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 spots. We they should just do East versus West and, and that'd be that. I don't know. I mean Am it's I just, wrong? 
Am I wrong to think the Liga MX versus MLS All-Star would have actually been perfectly fine as a great way to kick off the League's Cup? Like, why would it have been? You know well, what I mean? I think they're, that's they're there, why they, that's, I think that's why they didn't want to do it again because... And I mean, the thing about not practicing, it's like already teams that send players to this are at a disadvantage. You send, like, they, these people have to play in this meaningless game in the middle of the season. Now you want them to practice more so right. that they can do better. It's like, no, like, it's just stupid. It's like, there's not going to be, there's no solution. And uh, um, it was also flawed because Wayne Rooney had too many coaches picks. Like Tyler Miller was his goalkeeper, whereas Andre Blake wasn't selected. And we're like, huh? Well, Tyler right. Miller is our Tyler best goalkeeper? Yeah, Tyler Miller is average. But anyway, yeah, but there's nothing, there's nothing to get out of this thing or like, and Wayne Rooney, I don't know. I mean, I guess... He was complaining about the referee and... I know, it's nonsense. I don't well, know. What I will say is the skills challenge the day before was a blast. Oh, the skills challenge. A- Aaron Ramsdale won the goalie awards. But what I'm saying is if this is, is going to be like a soccer carnival, like a soccer festival, on Reddit someone suggested to replace the game with like a 7v7 legends you know like really have fun like like let's make it a soccer carnival let's get like a bunch let's get some over 40s in there let's get let's get freaking like ronaldinho and Jorgen klinsman on a seven person team and like let's just like let, let, or let's have a soccer game but really change the rules like let's like freaking have at it let's have um let's just make it a bonkers little soccer fest you know bring back the uh running penalty kicks from the old days like have it be just a fun thing where no one takes it seriously so to avoid to have fun but avoid embarrassment in the future to, to have it be what it really is a soccer party where the league can have a meeting and make a couple and just of have some fun. i mean and it's also the euros i mean the euro snobs will never will never approve of anything i had some, no, some of my lose, some, lose. Of my, some of my euro snob friends making fun of the goalie wars and uh, who they didn't even get MLS keepers. They just got next pro Reserve keepers. keepers. Do that. Yeah, it should have been Roman Berkey versus. The, exactly. Been... Roman Berkey against Tyler Miller. Yeah. I don't well, know. Aaron it's... Ramsdale. Aaron Ramsdale wanted to. Be I don't know. It's a... Kai Havertz. We can also, the, the other, you know, MLS had an up and down week. Kai Havertz also had had a lot going on this week. He he went zero in the, in right. the crossing, cross and volley challenge, which has never happened before. Only Where to some, redeem himself to score that goal at the end the, on, on a cross. In the game, and then, but then, well, anyway, we'll get to that. Then he had another. Then, then uh, his his week took another turn later. But, yeah. um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. so that's the MLS All Star Game. It's MLS a little weird. All Star Game. We still haven't found the formula. We have Sebas. We have Sebas S here talking yeah, yeah. talking shit about my team in the chat. And NYCFC suck. The Red Bulls always beat them. That is not true. true. I have. True. I have been at games. I've witnessed many, several, several no, you games. Witnessed several. You witnessed two we, games at best. We've I've witnessed to, like seven games. I've been to more. I've been to more than more than two or three games where we have beaten the Red Bulls. That is. I, uh, that's I that's, that. that's what. <laughs> I'm gonna what be. I'm gonna be like. About? I'm gonna be like a propaganda minister here. David like Villa scored a hat trick against you. Uh, Tatiana scored scored uh, scored through. Oh, you're gonna just you're gonna just make stuff up like, like the uh, like. Uh, okay. Right. Well, anyway. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. I'm oh be... my god, you were jumping yeah, but, ahead. Oh, I love Seba S. It's good to have a Rebels fan in the chat because it's not. Uh, Rebels he, in New England. We will talk about. I that. don't think he. Ha- I don't think he has said that he is a he is a Red Bulls fan. He also he only has said that NYCFC sucks. We know he, he Rebels does not beat them. 
Well, he brought up the Red Bulls twice. Okay, if we if if he's a Red Bulls fan, that's fine. But I'm just saying, you're you're, uh, you know, you 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 have this tendency. We've talked about this to rush to rush rush into these to, to over uh, uh, to to uh, 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 get too intimate too quickly in these relationships. <laughs> See, Seba asks, there he is. I am Seba Red Bulls fan. A Red Bulls fan. All right, well there you have it. All right, he's just being a proud <laughs> Red Bulls fan. There aren't many of us left, Bjorn. So it's nice that we exist still. All right, uh, I, I will say obviously it's hyperbole to always beat them, uh, but two out of three we tend to beat. Like we, we play extra hard. Uh, but the sad reality is neither of our clubs are, are covered in glory this season. We're both having all sorts oh, of yeah, problems yeah, yeah. On, on and off the field. Us maybe more off the field. You maybe a little more on the field. But still, you know, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Well, Red Bulls did have a good game against uh, – uh, so we're doing so we're doing this chronologically. We're in a big week. We're in a big, big week. So – and then the other news is the League's Cup came. And you were excited. I was – I didn't really I, – I didn't know what to feel – but I'll tell you, the League's Cup has been a lot of fun. I have enjoyed well, it the started with, the Cup. It started with the Messi arrival. And so. I, did you, I I love that game. Not only was it the Messi arrival, it was Messi for Inter-Miami, and then it was the U.S. women playing against Vietnam, kind of counter-programming. And oh, both yeah, of those right. games, sort of both of those time. games in this country where no one cares about the sport, you know how no one cares about it's not a real sport. Both those games drew millions of viewers separately too. We had not one but two you, you, big soccer events in America, and they both outdrew like everything else. So I just want to on Twitter I see a lot of the whole like someone recently released a a, a, um, a, a survey. Where Americans think soccer will never be popular, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm sick of that. It's like, we're, it's very popular. The I messy mean, I was, effect is here. Just in general, I was, was a little preview. Well, Bjorn and me went to huge uh, games. Yeah, friendlies. huge England. Eng- yeah, huge international, huge friendlies. Yeah, I had to, I went on Saturday to the Arsenal Man United game, and it was 82,000 something people at MetLife. I didn't even know that MetLife could fit the eighty-two thousand. Yeah, it was some kind of a record. They said they they said that because I was there. I had seen that was my second soccer game there. I'd seen the Copa America final, and that was pretty sold out. But I guess they squeezed more people in this time. So yeah, eighty-two thousand two hundred sixty-two or whatever something. Dang! And I went Um, to the Rose Bowl to watch Real Madrid. AC Milan was seventy-two thousand of my closest friends. Oh, was Pulisic playing? Pulisic was playing, Vinny Jr. was playing, Hodge Higo was playing, Luka Modric was playing, Tony Kors was playing, um, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, Olivia Giroud was playing. Like so many players I totally forgot were still around were playing. It was a very, yes, very cool. The re- it's the uh, retirement league, Serie yeah. And Well, Luka Modric is still playing for Real Madrid. He's like 38 or whatever. Yeah, well, he's yeah. still good. Uh, but anyway... I'm looking at that in this packed house, and then we have Messi. Everyone's talking about Messi. Messi I we mean, have the U.S. The, women. It's like soccer is very popular. Soccer like, is here. People need to stop bringing up the fact that it's improving, or it's like, will it be popular? It's, it's like we're outdrawing all no the other longer, It's no longer yeah. the sport of the future. It's now the it's the, the future the is now. Yeah, sport of the summer. I mean, honey. the Messi thing was pretty wild, though. I mean, I did see this. You know, I was thinking about this. I'm not one to get like i don't i'm not a i mean you know you like some people more than others of course and but i'm not generally a fan of individual players like i'm i'm much more interested when it comes to the game or my interest in the game is much more about 
how it all kind of works together and the the magic that happens when the 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 result is more than the sum of its parts blah 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 but having said that that was pretty crazy i mean you can't like messi really sort of transcends that a little bit that that guy i mean it's just it was just it was just amazing i mean the 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 real, what what I was uh, what I was sort of reminded by reminded of was the Pirlo when Pirlo debuted for NYCFC. He didn't quite. I mean, I thought he was fine in his time with us. I didn't think he was uh, uh, the flop that a lot of people made him out to be. But but I mean, it wasn't like you know, it was a. a, a it was they were limited highlights of his career but the the game his debut was magic like he came yeah. off the bench and nothing like and, it and uh, it was so surreal it wasn't just him it was busquets it was joseph martinez playing off him so fast it was also how messi oh, was behaving about, i was be i was talking about pierlo in 2015 i was making oh yeah that, no one uh, gives a crap about it making that could that uh, but i don't uh, know was all it? right then so yeah busquets was good too now this debut was mad. Like with that, when Beckham debuted, it took photos, but the dude had like a broken foot. So you know, Messi was was ready. He's like, I'm coming on the 50th minute, which is a weird time to come on to a game. I'm gonna give you 45 good minutes, and then him and Busquets, and they just it was very surreal. And he was like, I'm Messi, I'm ready to go. And he like, and they did a lot of tricks. Like he screwed the Cruz Azul defenders a couple times. It was like so much fun. Because, you know, with Andre Pirlo and all these guys, so many legends are a little too over the hill, a little more on vacay, and they're sort of... Also, MLS is tough, so, you know, like Gonzalo Higuain thought he could play with a cigarette in his mouth. No, Messi is happy to be here. You could tell it, it, it almost feels as if he was freed from his time in a Parisian jail for a couple of seasons. And it seems like he's playing for fun again. Okay. Well, and he, and he, and he's looking happy, you know. There was a video on Twitter where like someone pa- Busquets passed like Messi the ball and he's like in 2 years of, of Paris no one passed to Messi like this, you know. Cuz like he's being it's not just Messi, he's also being enabled by I mean, okay. Busquets. Yeah, yeah but, I mean people get people yeah, obviously this was a game that invited the kind of talk, but I mean, if you watch if you watch the thing, you also immediately was clear what the problems are because they should not have won that game. They should have lost that game. If, if, uh, uh, I mean, Cruz Azul's finishing was pretty poor. They had, they had a lot of, and even after, I mean, after Messi came on, they conceded the equalizer. Him and Josef Martinez together up front is basically you're playing two men down defensively. Like yeah. those, those dudes do not, defend their position even a little bit so so this is i think it is going to be interesting uh i mean there was definitely there's definitely some magic there and of course that stoppage time goal was incredible but you can also see how they're gonna there's going to be some growing pains they're not just going to blow everybody away because busquets had a lot of a lot of time cruz azul was was uh uh pretty deep was kind of sitting far back and uh, that's not always going to be the case. And so, um, anyway, it's going to be fascinating to watch how this all comes together and uh, highly, highly entertaining. Yeah, I agree. I'm really excited. But with all that, you're right. But with all that being said, believe in Tata. Well, everyone's looking at Leo Messi and Busquets and, and all, they're throwing that in your face 
what no one's looking at is Tata is making some decent U22 signings from South America, the hottest prospects. I think they've already been linked to three guys, already signed a guy from, I think, Paraguay. You know, like Tata Martino knows his stuff. He's an MLS Cup winner. He's just, you know, mm. and, 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 and no one's looking at him so closely because Messi's taking the spotlight. So Tata could actually build a team while no one's looking. So I, I believe Inter Miami has got some bright, bright, uh, bright. Yeah, spots. they're gonna they're gonna eventually be good. But I'm still I'm I'm still on record as saying they're not gonna make they're not gonna make the playoffs, and I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna refrain from making uh, a prediction. I think they're definitely gonna shake up the East. But you're right. If they're gonna make it all the way to the playoffs, it's unlikely. But maybe it's part of Messi's lore because the dude. We've just never had this kind of talent in the league before. This dude is really talented. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if he'll rip through this league like a PlayStation player. I don't know. Uh, but uh, that kicked off the League's Cup. Uh, the other part of Inter-Miami is is Jordi Alba signing. Luis Suarez wants to pay out his own contract to join. And, and, and it's like, how are they even affording the players they have now? Like, the mechanisms aren't 100% adding up. Uh, like with Jordi Alba, I think it is that they are allowed to have him for six months before his DP status triggers in the winter or something. There's a lot of complex stuff going on here. I'm that... sure. I'm sure the league will do their best to make it happen right. for them. Because I mean, right. yeah, it's all. <laughs> this is this is what the what the world wants to see. I mean, there was this. I don't know if it happened already. I heard there was an owners' meeting scheduled. Right. I mean, I think the maybe. Game. Yeah, I don't know. Did we hear what happened there? I mean, it yeah. seems like there may also be the time has come to perhaps loosen the, loosen the restrictions a little bit. Like maybe uh, Messi will have an impact in that sense. I guess Beckham had Beckham did in terms of the DP right. rule and and whatnot. So there may be there may be more changes coming. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That could be the Jordi Alba rule because, like, he's being signed as a non-DP, and same with Joseph Martinez. I think he's a TAM player, just so he can be triggered by the winter time. And in Miami is probably hoping that by winter time they're allowed to have four DPS because they have to because that you know they they have you know what I mean. There's, there's no other ways to keep Jordi Alba without opening up those rules. I think. Um, I know Jorge Mas talked about how the other owners were excited. It was infectious. And Jorge Mas is a huge proponent, even a Miami owner, of opening up those rules. And you can tell in the league that there's the new owners that want to spend, spend, spend. Yeah, yeah. There's and the that, old there is crusties that, that like don't want to spend, spend, spend. I have so. that. I you know the analogy that I like to make is there like it's like a Manhattan MLS, co-op. like a Manhattan right. co-op building where some people bought in. In the in the eighties, uh, and their apartment cost uh, you know two hundred thousand dollars, and some people bought in recently in their apartment. For, they bought their place for three million, and they're like, "Can we get a can we get a roof garden?" And uh, but the the right. old the old uh, the the early the the OGs are all broke, and they're like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> we don't have, we can't afford that." Or or, and, or not, uh, not just broke. The OGs are like cashing checks to the bank. They're like, "We're making money with our." philosophy here like your your money coming in is great for us because you it's are good yeah subsidizing yeah. our yeah propping, um, up, propping up our values yeah exactly my partner is worth three million dollars but i think at some way, point at some point that's going to tip there's no there's yeah, no called, question it's called promotion relegation bjorn it's going to tip what that way. yeah promotion relegation is a great way oh for all God. the crusty cheapo owners 
to hang out in the second division and all the excited owners to hang out in the top division. It's like a natural selection, if it were. This is your ask. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> but I apologize. I'm not going to open that can of worms. I'm just saying that's, 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 that's one for pro rel. I'm saying let the, let, let the cheap owners be cheap. The rich owners be rich. Why would they agree? Why would anyone, why would they agree to that? After having because, like invested hundreds of millions of dollars, you're gonna. That's why these franchises are worth what they're worth because there's the old owners didn't invest hundreds of millions of dollars in anything. But there's so few of those left at this point, so they're yeah. gonna. We'll make it so nice only they can get relegated, that. so that the people that paid big money cannot be. So it's gonna be like the Super League, only like a only a couple, <laughs> only the minnows can relegate can get relegated. Well, let let the competitors compete. That's all I'm trying to say. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. This messy effect, we haven't seen it's off. I'm assuming by the gonna, maybe by MLS Cup, there'll be press release be like, moving forward, there will be four DPs and there'll be more TAM spot. You know, like I believe it'll open up. I do believe it'll open up, which, I, which I'm for. I'm all for. I think that's not a bad idea at all. Hmm. Open it up, man, right? The problem is money. the problem. Sebas is saying how the original teams have low attendance, the new teams have right. high attendance. Yeah, it's true. It's it's a it's a problem. The problem is that these, these, um, well, anyway, if we want to get it, we will have a business episode soon. But there, there is, you know, the values of these franchises are inflated. They're artificially propped oh, up by these, by, by these expansion fees and blah, blah, blah. If they were fairly priced, then these old owners could sell could sell their teams at a profit. But there's not a lot of, you know, at these at these at these rates that these franchises are, there's not a ton of. Um, you know, there's no not a lot of people lining up to buy to buy these these teams at those rates. So this is anyway. what I want to do, Bjorn. I have a dream. If I was a super billionaire, this would be my dream. Hmm. I would go to Austria, and I would offer half. I would I would offer to buy fifty percent of the New York Red Bulls, and I'll be like, it'll stay the New York Red Bulls. It'll stay the training facility. You get everything you want out of it. You get the kids. You get Friday first refusal of all the kids that come through. All the stuff you want from the New York Red Bulls. It's allowed to be a giant Red Bull advertisement or whatever. Like everything you want, you keep. However, I'm allowed to operate it as a local owner. And I'm allowed to spend money in it, and I'm allowed to sign players and turn it into a club. That's what I want. I want to turn, and revive my New York Red Bulls again. Because hmm. like Sabus was saying so. earlier – it's another it's yet another transfer window where we're hearing nothing except for one thing Bjorn. what is the one thing we're hearing at the new york rebels do you think what's the one piece of news uh, about a, a transfer transfer out yes i haven't who do you think is transferring anything. out your best player our sporting director oh okay <laughs> well we have a big summer. It's like we need a forward, good riddance. We need a left back. We need a holding midfielder, and the guy who's supposed to do it is being linked to leave the club. So it's like, well, I guess that's not going to happen. Uh, Seba said he was at the Red Bulls game. A fan asked Troy, and Troy, in a polite way, said that we don't give a fuck and do nothing in transfer window. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Troy, Troy they, they they use the type of words where it's like. Uh, it's like, oh, you know, we're gonna stick to who we got. You know, we I love the good. New Rebels. We feel good about our. We feel good about our roster. We we they have did one. We have a competitive yeah. roster. Yeah, you would not, by the way, with your with your billionaire strategy. I would predict that you would not be a billionaire for long. <laughs> you would like just you you wanna you wanna spend money without uh, without owning anything. 
No, no, I would be 50% owner. So all the profits, oh, okay. I get half of that. So if I propped up the entire team, was pro- I, I'd get profits. So you you um, would, but you only get half of the profits when, but making 100% of the investment. Anyway. No, I, I made, I got, I, I bought the club at a discount because it's only 50%. I'm not, if I spent the whole thing, it'd be twice the money. Listen, I'm a super genius here. Okay, don't, my math is great. It's, it's, it's a cheap way to buy in the league, but have full control because the Red Bull doesn't care. They just want their kids. So it's like a great way to buy a club at a discount. Um, but anywho, it's almost uh, too easy. The the other big news for the New York Red Bulls, we did one good thing. Remember last week when I said we need to fire our head of sports science because of all the injuries? Well, the next day they fired their head of sports science and they replaced oh. him with a more competent sports science physio. They should. Well, hopefully, we don't know yet. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. It could be equally. So they did that. So that's good. <laughs> so we have eight injuries all season, including our best players. And then we don't sign replacement players. Like, yeah, Seba said it best. We just got rid of Christian Caceres, one of our key players. And it's like, yeah, we're not going to buy a new one or anything. We just, we're down a midfielder. Uh, and then they're going to sign more Red Bull 2 players. And stuff. Well, you so. have this, you have a history of doing this. Uh, my team does not have a history of doing this, but the same thing happened to us on Friday where where uh, the only guy who has who consistently has scored goals this season, our right winger Gabi Pereira, got shipped to a team in Qatar overnight, kind of out of nowhere, and uh, yeah, that was a little that was a little deflating. I mean, our season is already you know we're probably not going to make the playoffs, and and this felt like when I first heard about it. I, I was like, oh, so now we're really, we're just really not, we're just going to ride out this year and we're just going to ride it off. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, then it, when I heard that he, um, that it was an eight figure transfer uh, amount, I was like, that, that made me feel a little differently. I think if you're getting 10, 10 or $11 million for Gabi Pereira, you got to do that every time. If Tati Castellanos is worth 15 now after, being on loan for like a year and a half or however long, uh, then if you're getting 10 or 11 for Gabi Pereira, you got to make that deal. The problem is not, the problem is not, um, riddle me this, you know, the problem is not that the outgoing that we are letting go of people. The problem is we're not replacing them for some reason. Although we did now, finally we had Burke Risa, and we saw we got a couple of minutes from uh, Musef, uh, Munsef Bakra, our new number nine, yesterday. Sebas is saying NYCFC is not making the playoffs because they lost Sean Johnson. I don't think that's well. I would have, I would have argued with that more forcefully before yesterday because yeah, it's pretty. Who was it? Was, Freeze or Baraza? Who did that? Baraza yesterday uh, kind of had a had a bit of a had a bit of a, a, a howler, and he's been he's had a couple. He's had a couple of problems. I am definitely, uh, but you but know, really has, Sean, has Sean Johnson been so great for Toronto? No, no, no. no. Toronto's doing worse. So, but it'll be this, Bjorn. Ricardo Pepe, twenty million dollars to Ausboy. Mm-hmm. Tati Castellanos, fifteen million dollars to Lazio. This doesn't, even though the fifteen million dollar mark, they're really happy about it. Is it? Am I wrong to think they should have gotten more for Tati Castellanos? For Tati, well, he's not a he. It's a, there's an age difference, you know. He's a few years younger, uh, older. 
Mm. Then, I mean, he's like, I think he's 24, 24 25, 24. I mean, in terms of, you know, in terms of uh, that's a big difference. I think how old was Pepe when he got like 20? I think there's, you 20, know, you're, yeah. you're, you're paying for a potential upside. Like he's still developing. Um, and that's four, that's four years. I think that's the big, that's the big difference. You pay more for younger. I mean, you obviously you pay really, you right. pay a lot of money for really top talent, but then when it comes to, uh, those, especially kind of, you know, in today's younger, market. younger is more expensive. Today's market's so weird because Saudi Arabia just offered three hundred and twenty million dollars to, to well, Mbappe, I mean, no problemo. Those are just uh, and Qatar just is jealous. So like the Middle East tried to break soccer, and Saudi Arabia just has a blank check to just buy all the best players. And Qatar well, we is that, like we said that Qatar about China like, a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, and Qatar, not to be outdone, is like, yeah, we could do it too, but they have to shop in the bargain bin. So they're coming to MLS. They can't go to the Prem. They have to. They offered uh, uh, Honey Mukhtar a big contract. Honey Mukhtar said no and stayed with Nashville for way less money because Honey Mukhtar is a good man. Uh, however, yeah, like you said, your Gabby Pereira went to Qatar. And, you know, some of our players, like the Middle East is coming, man. China stopped because the Chinese <laughs> president told him to stop. We have to think to ourselves, is this prince, the guy who killed Khashoggi, who's running all this stuff, is he going to stop it? Or is he just going to be like, you know what? We got a blank check. Let's keep it going. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. If, we'll see. We'll see if he can stop it. We'll see if he can stop it. Sabah's talking about my New York Rebels, of course. We, we definitely could use a Joseph Martinez. He would have the same plans I would have. He'd buy it, relabel it, get a big star. Who's the big star you would get? Would you get Kylian Mbappe? Uh, and the New York Rebels prime is 2013-2018. True. It's our question of the week. If you own the Red Bulls, would you get Kylian Mbappe? Well, in New York City, what big star name would fill the stadium? You know. Well, this is the thing. This is the other. I, I worked myself into a full-on social media depression on Friday, listening to all the Twitter jockeys who have opinions about you know, the Gabi Pereira transfer and how this is all, this means like, oh, we're going cheap because of the stadium and we're going to like be bad for a few years. And then we're going to bring on, it's going to be right. And, uh, Inter and Miami, now, yeah. somebody, I forget who it was, somebody on Twitter was like, Inter Miami is now has become the blueprint. You're going to get a big star. And it's like, no, no. Inter Miami is not the right. blueprint for anything because there's Leo only one Messi, Messi is one of a kind. Yeah, he's there's he's only no one of a kind. there's nobody else. There's nobody right. else that that moves the needle like that. Right. Not even I mean, not even Mbappe. Mbappe, I guess is I mean Mbappe is in his prime and is like you can't even I mean, you know that's this not even con conceivable that he would come to major league soccer right now but anyway but even him i don't know is he he's not like messi he's not he would he's he doesn't have that that status at this point we'll see what happens uh as time goes on but there's not there's a very very finite number of those kinds of players that move the needle to that extent so it's not like you can just be like oh we'll save up some money and then we'll get whoever it's not a blueprint this is a this is an exception and i don't i don't think that CFG is just content to like be bad for four years. Also, the 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 economics are so different. You know, if you have like a a billion dollars for a stadium, then you're gonna you gotta save like a couple million on 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 not bringing in a DP. I don't know. It's like right, right. 
anyway, there were a lot of people are making. There was a lot of there was a lot of nonsense floating around on Twitter, and I got really you know I usually am pretty good about like you know letting that letting that just pass me by. I don't know. On Friday, I I uh, uh, by the end of the day, I was like, I want my six hours back that I spent like reading all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, who knows. Um, NYCFC. Thomas Müller, Sebas S would bring Thomas Müller to oh, the yeah. Red Bulls and Mbappe. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. I think that'd be amazing. I'd go to that. Great to plan. That. Excellent. Plan. Uh, I want to come out here to LAFC though, especially with Bayern München LAFC's new agreement. I can watch them every week. Uh, uh, but uh, the New York Red Bulls played the New, York, New England Revolution over the weekend and beat them. Uh, John Tolkien did a funny little celebration, a meme-like celebration, when he stuck his butt out. Oh, this uh, was a Leaks Cup game. Oh, yeah. they played them all in the, the Leagues, Leagues Cup, Cup games. Okay. MLS is off. It's just Leagues Cup, which begs the question. You know, they got criticized for having an empty stadium, and everyone's like, "The owners don't care," and blah blah blah. You know, Sebas and me. Okay, we've seen it all. We are the, we are the. I mean, I don't know. Is this wrong? I don't know what it's like to be a Chicago Fire fan or a San Jose Earthquakes fan, but being a New York Rebels fan, like the real core, we should get like an award, okay, because of the abuse and the. The difficulties we see in the sit record six seven transfer windows where we see nothing, and it's just our you know it's essentially like a JV team, <laughs> and we're still winning. We're still doing okay. We're not winning amazing this season, but we're still. I'll make off. you. I I will. I'll make you an award. What do I have? I'll, I'll the, prime the prime twenty thirteen twenty The prime years the New York Red Bulls are what Philly is doing now, but a little bit better. We need to get that back. You know, we, we need more veteran players. We're, we're need not a team of stars. Tana. You need Ernst Tana. You need the Ernst Tana effect. Uh, but back, we also had Jesse Marsh, who's a great coach. I like Troy. I think he's a good coach. But the problem is we just don't have enough senior players that are healthy. We have some, but they're injured. And we're just not replacing them. We're leaning very heavy on our Red Bull 2 Academy, which is great. But I think we're leaning too heavy on it. Philly Union is a perfect example of like what we're trying to be, what we should be. And um, Johan Schneider is not Ants Tana, at least not yet. That's not what we're seeing. Not what we're seeing. So hopefully they're building a good team for the future. And I think Here when the is. team does, what is that? What do you got there? What do we got? There? Is it a person? It's blurry. I can't even see it. It's Red the Red Bull, Bull Fan Award. Fan yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. It should say MLS Fan Award to no, the Red Bulls. No, it's just fans. Red Bulls. So that's just a f- from we're the only we're it's the only nominees. You. Yeah, we're the only nominees. You. You're getting uh, it. You're the fir- you're the winner of the inaugural Red Bull Fan Award. I'd like to thank Dietrich Mateschitz, that old dead Nazi who died about a year ago for making this all possible. <laughs> uh, Seba asks, fun fact: If Red Bulls get first in group, NYCFC get second. Then first round would be NYCFC versus the New York. Oh, Red. are we going to get second though? Or are we going to win another game this year? I don't know. I think this has this has. Speaking of Nazis, let's talk oh the NYCFC Atlas. Let's not even get into that. Well, good. Wait, we have to there, get into that. It was a big. We have news. to get into that. They were good. They, the the good news was we had a grew in an enormous crowd yesterday. City Field. I'm, I was looking online to see if there were any official announcement as to how many people there were, but it was it was it was full. I think. Were you somebody there? was saying. So, I was there, of course. How many Atlas Somebody, was it like two Atlas fans? Oh yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of Atlas fans, but we were competitive in terms of noise for sure. Uh, it was back and forth. Oh, let me write up your award. Let me write up your award then. If you got a award, I got a award for you. What? 
Y you I'm were competitive as far the, as your noise. Go I don't see as uh, yeah. It wasn't. I was worried. You know, when the when you're playing the Mexican teams, certainly when we were playing Tigres, they were much louder than we were in New Jersey. But in this case, it was we were very. Our fans were very loud, and uh, it got heated at the end. You know, we fell behind because of a defensive blunder collectively from Barraza and also I mean the guy was also quite open and then you know it was the same the same as it's been like all season we played pretty well generated some stuff Talis Magna was more it was the nine for a lot of it he was more engaged than than usual but couldn't couldn't get it over the line despite a bunch of chances and then we got in we got in uh, um, we saw Munsef I wasn't asking what I can't even read it uh, as terrible handwriting, but I got you a nice award. NYCFC, the biggest mouths award, loudest mouths award. Loudest. All right, I'll take it. It's in red, though. I don't know if that's what's, that was necessary, yeah, but okay. It was, yeah, it's built by it's uh, from uh, the Rebels fan community to our friends, the NYCFC fan community. Um, yeah, Daniel Young is putting it well. He says that game was good but sad, and yeah, it was good but sad. Yeah. And uh, uh, I would that's 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 well put. I think we had we thought we had the equalizer, Justin Hag, then it took them like 18 minutes. I mean, it took a long time for VAR to overturn it. I was I mean, I was on the other side of the stadium, so I couldn't tell for sure. But I was immediately worried that that might happen. And uh, uh, there was some back and forth on Twitter. I had sort of put myself onto after my social media depression on Friday, I put myself on, on on Twitter hiatus, so I missed it all, but there was a lot of back and forth about, uh, and a lot of um, NYCFC fans were of the opinion that this was incorrectly overruled, and then the Atlas, you you probably can can even tell this better, I don't even, I just r read this in The Athletic, then the, then the Atlas Twitter account tweeted something out Quoting Joseph Goebbels of all people, Nazi propaganda our old, minister. Our old friend, our old friend Joseph Goebbels, the Nazi Don't, propaganda. We, we should not make jokes like that. He's not <laughs> our right, old I apologize, friend. I apologize. I apologize. As an American, I mean, I am maybe, maybe uh, I don't know. Close to home I, I don't want to. Don't want to speak for you. Well, but, uh, both of us. So, like, so, like I didn't. I I just saw highlights. To be honest, what was so NYCFC had a goal overruled what well what no was it call? was yes it was ruled a goal and then var var um called it offside right rightfully or not rightfully uh i think ultimately correctly i believe right. um so that but then atlas tweeted that play right is that what they were talking about NYCFC? well it was like i guess there was some um i really have not f if i had been on 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 twitter yesterday and today i would be more i would have this i have, would have more details i don't i mean i think there was some confusion as to who was supposed to be offside whether it was hack or the person who who laid it off to him there was a bunch of there were a bunch and also because of the baseball thing the lines are you know the the, op, the it's a little bit hard it's hard to tell and from certain angles it looked like he was on and but ultimately i think atlas found found some picture that they deemed to be conclusive that he was actually off and then that's that's when this admin got on a very high horse and accused accused uh, everybody else of of being 
being modern day disciples of Goebbels and just lying <laughs> about things. Uh, uh, I know that that's a knew, little extreme. That they yeah. knew not to be. I mean, yeah, you think? Yeah, you would say. That's the beauty of the League's Cup, little, Bjorn. Mexican teams are unhinged. They don't I have, mean, first of all, right, they, don't like, have, just, uh, they, they don't have the uh, integrity that we have. I would say, so. I would say, just as a flow chart for this admin, I like step step one is like just don't, just don't mention Goebbels. Just as a general rule, like just don't. <laughs> like that would be one one way to go, and you'd probably be fine. You can go through your entire career, and that would probably not be an issue if you follow this the rule. guy. Now, this guy, this Atlas uh, Twitter guy, is probably he's moonlighting as the Atlas Twitter guy, but he's a he's a great he, he's I a German he, history grad student at the he university. Probably, down the street. He needs, I think he, he needs a, hug. a book. He just read a book. He needs a hug. Is, I think he needs a hug. Is what he is what he needs. But then go give him one. You can get one for me. Fucking. And then uh, also, but then also, kind of, if you if you if you do feel like you have to disregard that rule of not mentioning us in your tweets, then you should. I don't know. That's that's not in good faith. Like people weren't lying. People were were genuinely. You know. I think he doesn't have an understanding were, of. Goebbels or what happened? I anyway, little, I don't think okay, it's so I'm I'm spending again, again as I did on Friday. I'm spending too much time analyzing people's missives online. Sebas thought it was an onside and should have been a goal for NYCFC. Oh, interesting. Um, but he's happy NYCFC. I have yeah, not. I don't, I don't have a personal. I have. I don't have a personal opinion. I have not rewatched it. It was pretty painful. The whole thing because it's like. You know, obviously it was a late equalizer, well deserved. We were celebrating and very happy. Then there was a long, 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 long delay to figure right. it out, and then it finally gets. I was, it was, it's pretty deflating. And then we had another. Then we had Munsef Bakrar come off the bench and almost, almost scored a goal. That was kind of uh, uh, briefly exciting. So I haven't watched any highlights. I haven't watched anything back. I don't have a personal. I thought I was under the impression that that. In the end, we landed. We all landed on that it was correct. But I maybe I'll look into it again. I don't know and torture myself some more. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's seemingly. I guess it was correct. I don't know. But all I will say is, big leagues cup talk. I didn't know what to expect. The MLS clubs were hosting, granted, but we're doing well. Minnesota destroyed Puebla for nothing. I mean, it's a, Mazatlan got Austin three one. Austin again, really disappointing on the international stage. But overall. Other than the NYCFC game, MLS clubs have been MLS doing clubs it. Are well. I mean, yeah. it was super fun as expected. It's like Sebas is asking. It's like, yeah, there was a good crowd. It's always, you know, when you play the Mexican teams, obviously there's a lot of people show up and they, they yeah. take it up a notch. You know, intensity yeah. is, is a little higher. There was a good crowd. And it was, you know, it was frustrating to watch because we couldn't, again, couldn't score. And that goal, Barraza giving up that goal was pretty – uh, upsetting so you know it was, it was daniel young said the game was good but sad yeah i the the other thing that i think is very interesting about this is that i love when we play the concave champions league but they always have an advantage because they're in a much better spot in their season they're like in the prime of their season where we're at the beginning yeah, no everybody's this everybody's is reverse season form yeah no, no this is reverse because the mexican clubs are only three weeks in so now we're okay. seeing the reverse effect and that, what's interesting to me is that is having the reverse effect on our scores, which maybe indicates to me that our two leagues are closer than I realized. 
Now, granted, we're hosting, so we have a second yeah, advantage. Yeah, that's got to be – that's got to yeah. make a difference. We have two we'll advantages. See, I mean, we'll see how this – it's early days. We'll see how this yeah, shakes you're right. out. Yeah, Certainly, we, we were not – I mean, uh, uh, Atlas will not come out of this game and be like, oh, we crushed those guys. No right. problem. Like, they, yeah. they were – you know, they were pretty lucky to get away with this result. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So, but that's the so League's Cup is a little bit more fun and more competitive than expected. And I'm and here we're, for it. And we're so sorry, and we, sorry to interrupt. And we and we're one of the one of the you know shittier teams in the league this year. Has to be has to be said. both of, both of our teams, hundred um, yeah. percent. Yeah, this so, could be a way for either of us to get a title. Like if Rebels beat New England, you know, maybe the New York Rebels are going to win the League's Cup, dude. Well, we're going to ah. go on. We're going to go on Wednesday. <laughs> This is this is like talking about sad. I was I was texting somebody today. This this game on this game on Wednesday that we're we're going to Red Bull Arena because none neither City Field nor Yankee Stadium are available. So we're going to play Toronto in Red Bull Arena on Wednesday night, and that game has some low point of the season potential. <laughs> like, are you going to boo? That could be... Are going to boo Sean Johnson? Are going to boo That Sean could Sean? be pretty... I'm not going to boo Sir Sean Johnson. I don't have... I have nothing against... I don't have any beef with Sean Johnson. But I think it could just... It could be pretty sad. I don't know. You know, our fan base has not embraced that venue. Uh, so I can don't I know recommend? How many, I don't know how many people will show up. This is not... We're not against Mexican opposition. I don't think a lot yeah. of Canadians will come. This could it's be... Wednesday. Yeah. It could be pretty sparsely attended, and we could lose this game, and it could be pretty sad. Bring a bunch of vapes. Every time Bernadeschi scores a goal, throw a bunch of vapes at him or whatever. Give him, give him his vapes. I'm going to go into the Ironbound and have some sangria, and that's going to oh, yeah. that's going to make it easier. Oh, yeah. Shahaskul, Shahaskaria, Odisio, Carney. But, yeah, but Sebas wants to know if you had fun. You at least have fun. The, I always, I you know, I mean, I I love this. I love going to these games, of course. Speaking of fun and going to games, you and me. Do you have yeah. any thoughts on League's Cup? I'm excited to see it moving forward. Yeah, I'm let's excited. see. Yeah, I'm 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 ready to to uh, I em- embrace it in theory, and I'm also yeah. ready to be done with it if we get if we lose again on Wednesday. Hundred percent. Penultimate topic is Bjorn and me both had lateral experiences where i was you want to talk about yours first we both went to different soccer games yes well i got yeah i went i am not usually one to do this kind of thing the i think i mean obviously we're all adults people should do what they want and uh uh we could all enjoy the soccer every every way we but i do kind of you know i i i I judge them a little bit, those those American Premier League fans who, you know, like go all out for our, and it's like and have and just ignore their local teams, but they right. you so have I have a little yeah. bit I have a little I have opinions about that. And I certainly also have opinions about people paying I think this was like a three hundred dollar ticket, two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollar ticket for a yeah. preseason game that means nothing. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I would not go to these kinds of things unless somebody texts me and is like, "Hey, I have an extra ticket. It was free. I got these free tickets from uh, a work thing or whatever. I have an extra one. Would you come?" And of course, you know, I of course I I do right. love a spectacle. So I did go. I made my way out on the train to MetLife State. With that, by the way, it was much easier than I feared it would be. Um, 
And so, yeah, in the intimate atmosphere of MetLife Stadium with 82,261 of my closest friends, I was able to, <laughs> to, observe, to observe Arsenal play Man United. And the, the catchphrase was, old rivals, New York. So that was uh, that's what they that's what they came up with, and so uh, and that was pretty fun, I would say. I mean, it was it's a, it's it's you know obviously preseason friendly. I had my eye on Kai Havertz because you know right. I'm, I'm from Germany and right. uh, and I like Kai and I'm ho- I wish him well. I and I have to report I don't think. It's gonna go. This is my my early early day, unreasonably premature prediction is that this is not gonna go well for Kai at at Arsenal. Arsenal was Arsenal was playing their basically what probably is close to their starting lineup minus Gabriel Jesus, uh, Eddie and Ketia started, and they had they have Declan Rice now the hundred million dollar number six, and they had. Martin Odegaard and Kai Havertz as sort of like a double eight ten kind of. So the idea being uh, that they that Declan Rice is going to do all the dirty work, and so they have Havertz and Odegaard as this kind of like double ten behind the front line, which presumably would be Martinelli, Jesus, and um, uh, Saka on the right, and that would be a pretty formidable. Uh, attacking front and I was like that's kind of genius but as the game went on like it becomes obvious like Kai Havertz just does not have any defensive urgency whatsoever like he was just very content to be like a traffic cone of people just kind of passing around him through the midfield and I don't think that works in that position and I think so my and and even as the day as the game went on, I think he got up talking to a couple times, and it just didn't like. I don't think I just <laughs> don't think Arteta? He, I just don't no. think he has that in him. I just yeah. I just don't think that is sort of it part is of his season. Though you can't really read too much into that. I mean, for sure, for sure, I would. I what do you would, mean talking uh, to Mikel Arteta? Told yeah, him, yeah. like, go run, go run I back. mean, you know, I didn't hear. I was in the second, I was on the second right. level. I didn't hear what he said to him. But it, right. it seemed like this was point, This was a problem that was obvious and was pointed out to him. And, uh, um, uh, no, obviously, I preface this all by saying this is a, a, a premature, prematurely alarmist. Uh, but I think he's going to not be a starter. I think he's going to be the Martinelli sub. Like he's going to be a winger sub for some, if somebody needs a day off, that's what's, I mean, that's it, how this is going to turn out. I don't think he, I don't think he has the defensive urgency to be a midfielder. That's, should, that he, was my, he, that's what I took away from this. He should have done better at the MLS skills challenge. I agree. I agree. Well, he did well in the game. He is up and down skills challenge, yeah, bad yeah. all-star game. Good man. You know, here's another well thing in the game because of terrible defending though. Like you're not in, 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 in no game in the prem is a guy going to miss that header. From you the say, wide open you say tomato, tomato. We'll see. We don't know. <laughs> right. We'll, we'll find out. We'll, f- I mean, there's some, sometimes people make mistakes in the prem. I as wish well, him the best like, I wish him the best. I wish him the best. I like Kai. I do like Kai, but uh, like, 
looking at him for this because you know and as a neutral i don't have i have no skin in the game i don't care about either of those teams really like i, I mean I'm, I'm you know i'm interested i'm always yeah like i said i'm always interested in how these things kind of work together how people how how midfield set up and i the, so that was very interesting uh it was interesting to watch um and yeah i don't know we'll see we'll find out and i think i i was thinking of busty schweinsteiger you know about like we've we've lost the culture of, of fighting hard it's like yeah kai Havertz for sure does not have a <laughs> does not have a you know defensively fighting bone in his body it seems like i don't know we'll find we'll we'll, we'll more more will be revealed the other thing one more thing i want to see and this was this is another another kind of uh, dig at my uh, you know my eurosnob friends who were like <laughs> they had a an odd, an odd thing happened at this game, which at halftime we were told that we should stick around for a penalty kick exhibition, regardless of result. Oh, I saw that picture on Twitter. So they did a so after the game, which which Man United won two zero. Um, there was a penalty kick shootout. <laughs> why? That's so weird. For no, and I guess and. And I was Maybe like, they why chose to practice? And, I, and, and why are they why are they doing that? Why why is that happening? And I was I was like, what is this? And then my two the two guys I was one of them was like, oh, this is very smart. They have an opportunity to practice. You know, it's a right. little bit of pressure. They get this. I was like, if this happened between two MLS clubs, you would not right. shut. You could you would fall right. over yourself in ridicule. <laughs> like, it's, it's always lose-lose when it comes to the yeah, MLS. It's, it's like, like we're doing, MLS it doing everything we're wrong. And the Premier League teams right. is like four-dimensional chess. This is such, right. a, such an intelligent uh, intelligent move for them to do this gratuitous. It goes back to the All-Stars game. Anyway. Which, if the MLS uh, All-Stars uh, win, if the MLS All-Stars would have won, it would have been like, oh, it's, it's a friendly. Then it's pretty but If Arsenal wins, it's like, oh, it's because they're a better team. Exactly. Well, I mean, they are a better team. But... But it's lose lose. What I'm saying. It's but that's lose. not. But it's like if you. But this all. Anyway, the All Star game has has always relied on the Euro team being in preseason, playing their reserves, and rolling over so that MLS can feel good. If you look at these at these teams on paper, they're not competitive. Anyway, let's do a little. Do you have any last thoughts on the game between? There was a big that's fight it. on Twitter between. A oh bunch yeah, of there was Arsenal, Arsenal fans, fans were fighting each other. I don't know why. I, I have no. I, it's relatively close to our section, but I have no insights. I, I don't think it. it was on Twitter. Somebody saying they were fighting over what Kai Havertz's natural position is. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's funny, but I don't think that's it. Let's do a little um, chat. Let's do a little chat. Catch up. Uh, Sebus S. Stefan, are you going to the Red Bulls versus Miami game on August? I imagine 26. It's uh, not 36 because I'm going to the game. It's cool you go to the game. I'm not going to be there, unfortunately, because I actually live in Los Angeles these days. I'm going to be in New York in October. I'm going to the New York Red Bulls-Toronto game. But that might be the only New York Red Bulls I go see live all season. I'm definitely going to watch it on TV. And it's going to be a full house full of 90% Messi fans. Like. <laughs> Five to ten percent rebels, wild, yeah. But at least it'll be hopping, so that'll be fun. So good for you. Go there, root hard. Go Red Bulls. Um, what do you think of long penalty shootout versus Leon versus Whitecaps, which is the one League's Cup thing we missed? Oh yeah, they this went, I did. They went see. to like twenty-one, thirty-six, kicks or, thirty-six, no, thirty-six, thirty-six penalties. 
There was oh, a man, guy. That's gotta be a record, right? That's the guy. Be a record. I don't know. I haven't looked it up, but it, it must be. This doesn't happen that often. A guy had the privilege of, of a Whitecaps player. I forget his name. Had the privilege of missing two penalties <laughs> in one shootout. That is not. That doesn't happen very often. That you get that chance. But uh, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, it's, it also it's, featured uh, Brian White, the one that got away. From oh yeah, that's Ripples. right. Uh, it was just a, the long shootout was just tired legs over and over and over again, and it was just glad that finally it finally finished. But if I'm in the audience or in the crowd, that's a fun thing to watch. Uh, Stefan, who's your favorite Red Bull player currently? Right now, yeah. Try to say currently. I, I mean, it, it was Lewis Morgan, I guess. But the dude's injured, so I'm like a guy who's currently actively playing. It might be a tie between Carlos Cornell and John Tolkien. I think John Tolkien's crushing it. I love that he's stepping up. He's from the Youth Academy, um, and he is, he's crushing it. So I'd have to say – I'll say Tolkien. I'll just say Tolkien. Keep it simple. Yeah, Bjorn, who's your I favorite? Would, I mean, I love – I just love a defensive midfielder. So uh, I would have to say Jimmy Sands, um, Keaton Parks closely behind. Uh, current favorites, yeah, I think that's – that's that's who I would say. What I like about that choice, and you know me, I'm the as you said, the nationalist of the, of the two of us. I don't like to be more, maybe more patriotic, or maybe a little more traditional. It's like the fact that they are homegrown American players. Stepping yeah, I up, mean, Keaton Parks playing. is not home. Yeah. He Keaton, Keaton Parks was at Benfica for a lot of bit, his. But yeah, well, yeah Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, I think that I think with Jimmy said that is part of uh, that is part of my connection. Like, yeah, I really, I've yeah, we saw him from an academy kid who got some had some promise to you know eventually playing for the national team yeah that's part of it i definitely feel feel uh attached to that guy um to me to me that's mls's like one of mls's main jobs is to hire local kids develop them like leo messi's in the league but then the new york ripples job is to get a kid from new jersey and put him up against Leo Messi and get him ready for that. You know what I mean? And 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 if they're ready to go, like Tyler yeah. Adams, send them on to Europe to compete even higher. That's no, that's very that's very uh, yeah, that's very cool when that happens. But I love. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a total homer. I love them. I, it's also fun because the other thing about MLS versus let's say the Premier League, you find these guys that you've never heard of, you know, and they come from somewhere and then you get to know them and they're good. And then you just, I don't know, no matter, no matter where they're from, it always, it's always exciting. Like the, 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 the Jack Harrison, Tati Cassiano's stories are fun as well, where somebody comes young and then, and then, um, and then uh, get some plays or people, yeah. So I I I, I get ex- I got excited about Munsef Bakra. Munsef Bakra, who one thing I will say did not he was advertised at six feet. He's not six feet. He's like five ten maybe. Luck. It's like why do people do that? Like that's so. That's that's, just, that's an Algerian six feet. In Algeria, that's six feet. But isn't that a weird thing? You say like how tall somebody is, and you just got to lie about it. Like it's just weird. Like I mean, you see how do you them. Know he's five ten. You see them warming feet. up. Well, I was because I was like because I was you know I saw him warming up. He was coming off the bench. He was warming up, and Justin Hack and Christian McFarlane, the kid from uh, uh, the fifteen year old kid from NYCFC Academy, who was they're both. And they're both all they're all listed at six feet and they're all warming up. And he is like, 
<laughs> like significantly shorter than either of them. And like from easily, you can easily tell from the stand. So I don't know. I would put him at like 5'10". It's just funny. It's like you just see, it's just obvious. Why do people do that? Just say how tall you are. It's okay. Yeah, it's like WWE, like, you know, they're rounding up a little bit. Anyway, Sebas, you know what would be funny if one of the Red Bulls defenders not Meg Messi? Hell yeah, I'm all for it. Let's get done. All right. I I Hour seven. We're going to need to wrap this up. What do you got to say? We have two topics left, so let's hop What? I, I also went to a game. We got to talk to a game for I got to I went to a game. I went Real to Real Madrid versus AC Milan. Okay, tell us everything. Okay, I got I woke up to a phone call. A friend of mine got free tickets from someone who works in the marketing department. The same TV. thing as this is a this is a parallel. We're we're like the same the same person. Hundred percent. However, this is a West Coast game with featuring no EPL teams. This is Real Madrid versus AC mm-hmm. Milan. Totally different crowd. Uh, or actually a very similar crowd, if you look at it differently. Uh, I was one of 10 people there to watch Pulisic. Everybody else, the other seven, me and 72,000, my closest friends, they were there for Vinny, 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 Vinny. It was actually a really fun game, a great crowd at the Rose Bowl, uh, great energy. Uh, AC Milan was up to nothing. Christian Pulisic with an assist. And in the second half, Real Madrid came back. I got to see Jude Bellingham. I got to see Tony Kroos. I just got every every player. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. Because I didn't prepare. I like rolled out of bed and rushed to this game, not even knowing I was going to go to a game yeah. that day. And and Tony, it was just so fun. And then ten minutes before the end of the game, I leaned over to my friend who gave me the tickets, and he was dressed in a full pizza costume because he always goes to games trying to get on the Tron, and everyone's like, pizza, pizza, pizza. Oh, okay. Uh, we did not get on the Tron, but usually he gets on the Tron. But that's a side story. Anyway. I leaned to him, and I was like, Real Madrid's going to score on the counter, and Vinny Jr.'s going to score the goal. That's what I said. Five minutes later, that's exactly what happened. On the counter, Vinny Jr. scores the goal, 3-2. to two, No penalty practicing afterwards. I don't know you what should that, have what that a is. soccer. You should have a soccer podcast. Much of a soccer podcast because I am a genius. But it was a lot of fun. Getting out of Rose Bowl is a disaster. Again, I had to walk to downtown Pasadena, and then we had to wait like a half an hour just for an Uber to show up because – Anyway, leaving the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl itself is a lot of fun, but a total mess. However, the game was a blast. It was a lot of fun. It was not my first one. I went to a Bayern München Juventus game in Philly. But this one was way more fun because the Rose Bowl just has a great atmosphere to it. And I'll tell you, I had a blast. Now, I agree with you. It's a bunch of like – it's a. I mean, it's L.A., so the Real Madrid fandom is huge. We're all like, I see, I see, I see Real Madrid or whatever. You know, like we're all yelling and it's just having a good time and the atmosphere – but it was a lot of fun. So, so I and I might go to another one on Thursday because Borussia Dortmund is playing in San Diego, and I might go to that to go check a look at go take I'm a look going, at on Friday. Dortmund. I'm going back to I'm going to I'm going to Red Bull Arena twice this 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 week. On Friday, I'm gonna uh, a friend of mine invited me to go see Newcastle play Brighton. So oh, that'll be fun. So you and me are parallels, man. Parallel. I'm going to be yeah. Borussia Dortmund versus Landon Donovan and the San Diego Loyal. That's what I'm going to be watching. That'll For be somebody fun. who who frowns on these uh, preseason friendlies from English teams, I, I seem <laughs> to be going to a lot of them this year. Well, as, as long as you're invited. So what's but. now? I don't know if you. But what? Where's what? What is Pulisic's position going to be in 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 Milan? Where he, is he, he playing? Play, he, he played a left winger and he assisted off the corner kick. Mm. Him and Rafael Leao. I don't know if Leao even came because there the field. was talk he's going to play the ten. He's in the middle. You, yeah, he's the ten. You didn't see. No, he was the left winger this game, but during the season he'll be up the middle. How uh, do you know? Why would they not play him there in the preseason if that's his position? 
uh, because I predicted the Vinny Jr. goal. Remember, I predicted the World Cup final. I'm like Steph Radamus here. I'm like uh, a soccer okay, savant. You know, okay. I'm a soccer savant, right? And I can right, predict the future. All right. Okay. Well, we'll just have to wait then. No, the, the reality is I don't know. But Rafael Leal was that left winger. <laughs> And AC Milan and the Italian clubs are doing something very smart because they're not as rich as the Prem clubs. They're spending money to buy bargain barrel players who are very educated and accomplished. Christian Pulisic fit that mold. They're like, he's not, Chelsea's trying to get rid of him, fire selling him. He's a Dortmund trained. Fire selling? How much did they, they paid some money for him? 20 million. They they bought him for 75 million and they sold him for 20 million. So I guess that a fire, you know, it's, it's a depreciation. It's a four-season depreciation. Right? Well, he hasn't played very much. I mean... But AC Milan, a $20 million player for AC Milan is their big get, right? Uh, meanwhile, other clubs are spending... That's But that's high. the point I'm making. You're saying you're saying this is like a no-brainer bargain basement. I don't think I don't think we know that 20, mil, if 20 million is a good deal for Christian Pulisic at this point in his life. I, I think it is. Okay. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Lazio spent that money on an Argentinian dude. We'll see who was the better signing. 15 but, uh, million for Tati or 20 million for Pulisic? I don't know. I'm buying Tati. <laughs> well, anyway, what I'm saying is I think Leao is going to be in the left and Pulisic supposed to be in that 10. He has to earn it. He has to play hard. You know, Christian Pulisic, it's a tough. I want to see him earn it. He's going to have to earn it. But I think that is going to be his position coming down the middle, which will be good because he can then play that for the U.S. Men's National Team as well. All right. Uh, Sebas, subscribe to Shits and Boys. Thanks, bud. Uh, thank you for subscribing to us. We're here every Monday night. We talk New York soccer from both sides of the river. And the That's pond. it. We've done it. Uh, the only other thing is the German women beat Morocco 6 Oh, yeah, 6 nothing. Taking care Hell of yeah. business. Taking care of business. pop. As the German men are depressing, the German women are here to play. I hope so. I hope so. I was kind of, yeah, I kind of lumped them together in my my mind. Because the last time out at the Euros, the... They were, they were sort of a similar malaise in the women's team that the right. men's were. F- so I don't know. I haven't going into. The, I mean, I can't say that I watch this team regularly or uh, know what I'm talking about. But I wasn't super optimistic. But now this was definitely a pretty um, a pretty convincing win. So exciting. I'm loving the women's World Cup. It is pretty one sided early on because the disparity is pretty extreme. But in the later round, Germany, USA, I'm up for it. I'm up for Germany, it. Uh, uh, Wednesday, the U.S. playing Netherlands. That's going to be a test. Oh, yeah, the Netherlands. Uh, England, Canada, you know, those teams that are going to float up to the top. I'm I'm excited, but I'm, I'm, hoping, I'm rooting Did for Germany. Did I say Germany? I meant the U.S. No, you said U.S. U.S. versus I Netherlands. I said U.S., okay. Um, uh, what about a Germany-Netherlands final? Huh? Would that be fun? Right. That's anyway, long, that's, that's been that's this a, week. a long way to go. We had a big week this week. Another big week. Yeah. Uh, David Riccio, Bjorn, are you a professional soccer fan? Hey, me. I'm also a professional soccer <laughs> We're going to save out of games here. Okay? I'm, going, I'm going to the San Diego Loyal. I'm driving five hours. For professional implies that somebody's paying me, right? So that's no. The, unequivocally, no. <laughs> we are soccer fans. You are soccer fans. We love the sport. And in America, we root for soccer the way no one else does. We root for international clubs, the women's team domestic clubs we're all here at the same party even if we're in different rooms uh, tom good to see you again <laughs> tom sebas david riccio cheers everybody bye bye bye